Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Lifted Logic, a podcast presented by Custom Offsets. Whether this is your first time tuning in or your returning guest, thank you so much for your support. Uh, today in the studio, I'm joined by a special guest, actually, live in person, not over the phone, not over a Google Hangout meet. I have Zach from Nine Line Apparel. What's going on, man? It's uh, it's awesome to have you here. I'm super excited. Dude, thanks a lot. It's been a couple of years since I came up to Wisconsin. I'm glad to be back. Um, I feel like we only have about four feet between us, so I'm not really comfortable with the social distance it, that we fine. have going we'll on figure here. It out. <laughs> Uh, if you're new here, you may be wondering exactly what Lifted Logic is. It's a podcast presented by Custom Offsets. Like I said, we cover all things Custom Offsets related, truck trends, truck shows, industry insights, uh, new releases, all that good stuff. So um, yeah, we kind of cover it all. Uh, remember, if you need wheels, tire suspension, customoffsets.com is the place to get it. Of course, oh my God, I just hit the mic uh, mount, so that's going to sound great. Either way... Um, What's really cool and actually really special about having Zach up here is that Custom Offsets partnered with Nineline or Nineline partnered with us, I guess, however you want to say it, um, to do a full build giveaway. So Zach, uh, I don't know if you want to just touch base on that a little bit, kind of tell the people what we got going on. And Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, it's been a while since we did something together and we got this new giveaway going. And this time it's uh, for a full build package with Toyo tires, Anthem off-road wheels and ready lift suspension. So, I mean, you can't go wrong with that. And uh you enter by purchasing the T-shirt or bro tank or women's tank top uh, off the website um, or off Custom Offset's website or Anthem's website. Get yourself entered to win, and, um, and you win that full build package. And on top of that, um, money from the, the purchases are going to go back to the Nine-Line Foundation where uh, you know we uh, build houses for severely combat-wounded veterans. Yeah, it's awesome. We were super excited. I know when when Brandon and, and you had first touched base, he's like, Hey, maybe we should partner with nine line. And of course we're all about it. We love, uh, love everything you guys do over there. So, so we're super excited again, customoffsets.com forward slash giveaway or Anthem or nine line website. All three of them will get you entered to win. There's a t-shirt or a tank option for pretty much everybody. So yeah. I think we've got 13 shirts all together. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Um, with that, I think we'll get right into it then. Cool. So like I said, uh, or maybe I didn't say today is, I believe, episode 14, right, Lawson? Episode 14 episodes of Lifted Logic already. This is, uh, it's pretty cool. Um, so today's act, just kind of a, a rough outline for you. I like to give you a little bit of an itinerary. Um, we're going to start with um, kind of your background and, and who you are and how you got to be where you are. And then from there, we'll transition into you know, who's nine line, what is the nine line foundation? What do you guys, you know, do out there? And then finally, I want to end it with your favorite part about this job. So just kind of be thinking about that in the, in the right. background. Uh, and then from there, we'll have one little bit. I always do a bit where we pull our YouTube community and let them ask any question they want. I pulled one out of there. So it's pretty cool. And then, uh, and then we'll wrap it up. Awesome. Cool. Uh, if you don't have any questions, we'll jump right into it. So tell us who you are, where you come from, kind of give us the up to speed uh, uh, to take it in the words of Donut Media. <laughs> yeah. So the uh, the Reader's Digest version, uh, I mean, my name's Zach, and um, I'm originally from Texas. Uh, I grew up in a small town and uh, got out of there to join the Army. Um, 
Well, before that, back up a little bit, I went to college first, uh, which turned out it wasn't for me at the time because uh, after three semesters, I had 18 hours. Um, joined a fraternity, thought that was a great idea. Had a fantastic time uh, and then decided I needed to change something, so I joined the Army. Um, stationed up at Fort Drum. was an infantryman. Did two tours in Iraq, one in Kosovo. Got out, went to school, got my degree from Texas A&M. Um, worked for the state of Texas, helping veterans get jobs and use their benefits. Wound up out in Savannah, Georgia. Um, an ex of mine got stationed out there. Um, she, <laughs> she. We're clarifying all, that. Clarifying, just in always case. a question. She got stationed out there. And that's where I stumbled across Nine Line. And I'd followed them on social media for a while. I didn't know too much about them, but I knew they kind of did some cool stuff. And so I literally just wandered in. Uh, oh, I saw the sign when I took my daughter to the local wildlife preserve. And so that next Monday, I just showed up. And uh, I walk in in a suit with my resume. And they met me at the door like I was the tax man, <laughs> uh, which probably should have raised some red flags, but I kept going with it. And um, I got hired to heat press shirts. Right. So I gone, I graduated, got my degree from Texas A&M. I was working for the state like in the Texas Workforce Commission. And now I've accepted a job to heat press shirts. But I told him that day, hey, I'm not going to do this very long. And so I heat press shirts for a shift and a half till I started doing inventory stuff. Um, and I built the inventory department at Nine Line. Um, backtrack. Remember, uh, I was an infantryman. Um, my degree is in political science. And they started, uh, and I, so I was in charge of building this inventory department with no logistical experience whatsoever. Sure. Um, so that was fun. Uh, but I learned a lot. And then I outgrew that. The position outgrew me. I didn't outgrow the position. I grew me. And then I transitioned to the sales department um, because they thought that this face was great to interact with people. Um, and did that for a while. I uh, was a sales manager for a little bit. Now I'm the content production manager. And um all the content that you either enjoy or don't enjoy, um, you know, I approve it. And I've got a team of amazing videographers that, you know, film it, edit it, and get it out there for everybody. So, yeah, that's kind of uh, me in a That's nutshell. a really wild story. Just uh, it's just when I think I've got it, like, figured out and be like, all right, this is the direction you're going. And just kind of, like, threw you a hard left, you know. Especially, it took me back even um, when you said you, you graduated in political science, you know, because it's so different than what you're doing now. Uh, completely different. I mean, the only thing is, like, you know, we're a patriotic apparel company, um, and I've got a degree in political science. That's where the, like, it, it ends. The similarities end. Um, but my original plan was to go to law school, but I went to, I, when I started going to college after the Army, I went nonstop. Every summer, full load, every mini semester I could, you know, finish school in three years. And I just burned myself out, and I made that mistake of being like, oh, well, I'll just take a year off and see where it goes. That was an awful idea. That being said, I don't know if I could see myself practicing law or doing anything with that now i don't yeah i don't know that uh that i mean I, I wear crocs to work and you know semi-inappropriate t-shirts one of my favorite quotes from sean it's ironic you say that one of my favorite quotes from sean is um something about he was in his prior job which was suit and tie and he woke up one day and he realized i don't know why i do this I have tattoos, I drink bush light and i listen to tupac this is not the right <laughs> environment for me so it's ironic you say that but that's um that's super cool that, you know, I always love doing that bit with guests on the, on the show because people are so interesting in how they got to where they are. You know, it's, it's so interesting to hear a guy talk about, um, 
about his background and his story. So let's change it up a little bit. Uh, you know, you mentioned getting involved with Nine Line. I guess tell us who Nine Line Apparel is, and we'll kind of do an up to speed on those guys, and then from there we'll transition into the Nine Line Foundation and how that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and, it's, and it's good to keep that separation there because it's, it's two totally separate entities. So Nine Line Apparel, we're a patriotic apparel company. We are eight years old, I think, at this point. Eight years old, I think this fall will be like the official eight years. Mind you, Matt's uh, over here sleeping in the corner because he didn't sleep last night. We just covered all of those. So he, he didn't get no, no rest. <laughs> I, I have a few ailments. But the, the company's eight years old. And um, so I came on in uh, March of 2015, right? So the company had been around for a couple years, going on three. And um, still relatively small. And um, just through strategic hires and t current events and making t-shirts that people are able to express themselves with when they maybe don't want to say it out loud, but they can put it on a t-shirt, um, has just, we, we've just skyrocketed in growth and become, you know, the, the top of our, our field, our industry, uh, you know, um, I, I think maybe we have one competitor left out there that I would actually consider a competitor at this point. It's been amazing. I mean, in 2016, we were uh, ranked the 31st fastest growing company in America. That's wild. Yeah, and, and we make T-shirts. Yeah. Uh, so real quick, a funny story with that is Matt, the guy sleeping over here in the corner, um, <laughs> When we were ranked number 31 by the Inc. 5000 list, they had a uh, party banquet thing in Atlanta for all the companies from Georgia that made the list. And so Matt and owner's brother drive out there to go to this thing. And they pull up in the F-250 that's out there before it was built up or anything. Um, and they pull up to this thing, and Matt was telling me, you know, they pull up, there's lambos and maseratis and stuff outside of this hotel where they're having this event and it's like oh boy <laughs> and they're wearing blue jeans and cowboy boots and a button-up shirt or maybe a blazer um <laughs> danny was wearing a tie felt over dress so he takes his tie off folds it up and sticks it in his boot all right so they're sitting around the table at this event. There's all these people. You look at the list of this stuff, of the companies that made this list. A lot of tech stuff, a lot of software. Um, and then there's us, right? And so the way to be invited to this banquet was you were either on the list or you were considered a partner of the Inc. 5000. Like you just kind of did some work with them. So they're sitting around this table with these big to-dos with these other companies. And uh, they're like, I was like, who are you guys? I go, we're not in line apparel. Um, oh, y'all do work with Inc. 5000? I was like, oh, no, we're on the list. They're like, oh, yeah. Um, what, what do y'all do? They're like, oh, we, we make T-shirts. Like, you make T-shirts? Like, yeah, they say things like share around with ISIS or stomp my flag, I'll stomp your ass. <laughs> and these people are like, oh, my Lord. And they're like, well, what number are y'all? They're like, 31. And they're like, in Georgia? No, overall. <laughs> <laughs> they they couldn't believe it. Yeah. We we couldn't believe it. Yeah. Uh, and number three in Georgia. yeah, number, number three, three fastest growing company Jesus. in Georgia that year. Number thirty one fast growing company in the United States. Yeah. Um, what I think is more impressive than that is the following year in twenty seventeen we still remained in the top one hundred. Um, we dropped down. I think it was like number seventy six. I think it's the eighties. In the eighties, give or take, but still we maintained growth 
at a rate that we were still in the top 100 yeah. two years in a row. Uh, and the next year, we were still in the top 500. Yeah, um, that's crazy. You know, um, I would have loved for us to be number 31 three years in a row. That would be phenomenal. <laughs> um, I'd be driving around in one of those R8s you got sitting out there we'll in the showroom. We'll for sale. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what – what we've always liked about you guys, though, and it goes back even before my time with the company, is that Nine Line has always just been real. They're real people. They do real stuff. And I think that's what, much like Custom Offsets, is, is kind of the same way. We've always just let our passion kind of drive our business, and it inevitably, it shows results. And so it's always super cool to, to get you guys up here and to partner with you. Yeah, that's exactly what we, like. That's how we grew is... I mean, yes, like taking advantage of situations, but speaking up and not being shy about it. The first shirt design that we did that really kind of put us on the map, which was in May of 2015, was the Stomp My Flag, I'll Stomp Your shirt. It was, you know, current events. People were burning the flag and protesting, laying on the ground and walking on it. We're like, absolutely not. So that shirt, it puts it, it, the sales from that one shirt, I remember because I was doing the inventory stuff at the time. I'm like, we can't sustain this. Like, this is off. Like, amazing but oh god yeah um and it got people talking about it. that's when you really saw you know our ads and our photos and everything start to be shared around social media um and then we, we did other ones that were really successful um but then the one that we thought would never be topped was in 2018 we launched the uh it was when nike came out with their campaign with colin kaepernick and we launched our just stand shirt um, which had a patriotic take on the the swoosh and it just, it said just stand, and the volume of shirts that that thing sold in the first forty eight seventy two hours was another one of those oh no moments. Like <laughs> more than like this is a really good problem to have, but it also but we got to figure out how to get yeah. this done. Um, it, it it was insane. Um, Matt and I while that that first weekend that shirt was up for sale, Matt and I had driven driven from Savannah to Las Vegas, um, which was. That sounds terrible. You were talking about miserable. <laughs> it was that. Um, but we were out there, and we brought, like, I think three or four of those shirts with us. And there were people that were willing to pay us $100 for this T-shirt. Jesus. Because, like, they – they that's the most amazing thing ever. Like, well, we've only got these, like, four. Like, yeah, when we say three or four, that was for us to wear. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that wasn't <laughs> to sell. That wasn't so because at that point it was a limited time design. Yeah. The only place you were getting it was pre-ordering it off our website, so you weren't going to get it for two at least two weeks when yeah. the pre-orders ended, now, yeah. and they wanted it now. It, it was the most bizarre. That's the same trip that Matt and I stood on an asphalt parking lot in a metal trailer selling T-shirts for three days, and that third day a lady bought the shirt off my back that I've been wearing for three quarters of the day. What? And back sweating all. Yeah, yeah, and I said, hey, uh, I've been wearing this all day. She said, that's fine. I got a washing machine. I need that for my husband. Wow. Uh, and it was one of my, the, the ammo sexual shirts. Um, but then um, then we outdid ourselves again last year um, when the Nike pulled those Betsy Ross flag shoes mm -hmm. off the shelves. And we jumped on that so fast, we put up our victory shirt. Um, you know, we had it up by, by lunchtime that day. And that shattered everything we've ever done in our, in our lives. Like, you know, I, I cut, 90 days worth of sales in 10 days. yes, we did it. We did a quarter's worth of sales Holy in 10 God. days, Whew. not just of that shirt. Cause people were buying other things buying as well, but yeah, 90 days of sales in 10 days because we've got 
just the right personnel and marketing and design and technology and the ability just to get things up fast, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I, I thought it was, it was kind of neat. Like I cut like this little video for it, like basically just ranting about it, and uh, it made its way like onto like CNN social media pages and stuff, yeah. and which kind of sucked because I had people text me being like, "Why are you on CNN?" <laughs> and I was like, "I'm not." It's not me. But I go to the thing and it's like, it's my picture, yeah. like re- wearing the shirt. I was like, "Holy crap!" Yeah. Um, and because because of our ability to do that stuff, like our growth has never stopped. Right, we reach a, we reach a milestone, and it just keeps going from there. And uh, I mean, it's great. I mean, I'm sure it's much like here, where there's days where it's like, you know, I've, I've compared working at Nine Line as a stamped, like a stepped on ant hill before, because it's like it, all of a sudden something happens and erupt into chaos, but then everybody has their jobs and eventually brings it all back together. You know, waiting for that next foot to stomp on you and stuff. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it's amazing and. Uh, I don't, I don't see any, any end in the growth coming anytime soon. Yeah, it's awesome. It's been super cool. I've followed you guys for a number of years now, so it's been, it's been fantastic to watch you guys grow. So let's switch gears and tell us about the foundation. Tell us about the foundation's oh, yeah. mission and values and all that. Good yeah, stuff. absolutely. The foundation is phenomenal because it's, it's unlike, you know, just about any other nonprofit that you see out there. Um, the biggest piece of it is it's 100% nonprofit. Right. There's there's no overhead. There's no payroll or anything like that. So every penny that's donated is going to the initiative at the time. Um, and we're able to do that because of the apparel company. Yeah. Right. So the, the apparel company will cover admin costs and all that kind of stuff. And uh, in the first five years of the foundation, we had built five homes, like fully handicapped, accessible, smart homes for disabled veterans and renovated one. Um and then currently our initiative that we're on right now is a second phase of a tiny home village for homeless veterans in the, uh, the southeast Georgia area, low country, um, which is great. And uh, we've got projects going on to um, build an aquaponics farming center to, te- to teach the homeless veterans like self-sustaining farming and um, you know, education aspects and stuff. So it's, so it's really more like with this initiative about giving a hand up and not just a handout, right? It's, if you move into the tiny home village, it's not like, Hey, you just get to stay here forever. Right. And we're going to get you back in like a solid contributing member of society. Yeah. So uh, that's it's great. Fantastic for me to watch is to see you guys. Cause there's a ton of veteran or- organizations that do a lot of really good work that help guys get back on their feet again and stuff. But it, What's what's always stood out to me about the Nine Line Foundation is it's more than just how do we get you back. It's how do we get you back into the world again and, and yeah. find a new normal, you know. So yeah, it's been super cool to to watch you guys do that over the years and and see that grow. Yeah, no, it's been really neat, and we, um, you know, we get to see a handful of the uh, the veterans that we've helped and their families every year when we do our uh, big five k ten k. It's our biggest fundraiser every year uh, in Savannah. Five k ten k run. Um, but we usually have about two or three of our past candidates come, and uh, you know they bring their some will bring their their wives, sometimes their kids and stuff. And you know it all started out with the first candidate we had was uh, Captain Flip Klein, was one of Tyler's West Point classmates, oh, wow. who was okay. um, severely wounded in Afghanistan, and he um, he lost both legs, lost an arm, he um, was a triple amputee. Um, and it started out where they um, he needed a special bed, right? Because 
that kind of trauma, a lot of changes and stuff. And it started out with that. And then it just snowballed into to everything that it is today. Yep. Yeah. It's crazy to, to start with something that seemingly is, and I'm going to say small with air quotes, right? Because it's still a big deal, but in retrospect of all the things you guys are doing now is such a small thing and watch it just grow. It's, it's fantastic. Oh yeah. It's been insane. And, uh, you know, there's a great team of people that, that, that work on the stuff like behind the scenes that nobody ever sees. Um, Megan Hostler is the, um, I'm going to look over at Megan, the president, president of the nine line foundation. Uh, her husband is a West point graduate. Um, she is, I'm assuming she's a retired lawyer at this point. I don't think she's practicing anymore. Um, but she is one of the most like, the, the fiercest women ever when it comes to getting things done. Like people are like, oh, I don't know, I don't want to deal with Megan. No, you don't want to, right? Because she's going to hold you accountable. But you know, most of what we do couldn't be possible without without her. And, and she's doing it all on donated time and effort, yeah. right? Like like I said, there's no payroll or anything. You know, she's just passionate about helping with the cause and everything. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome, man. It's crazy. So let's change it up a little bit. Tell me. Tell me your favorite part about what you do. What is the first thing that comes to your mind? Because if you think on it too long, it'll always change. Yeah. First thing that comes to your mind, what's your favorite part about being involved with Nine Line and with the foundation and all that stuff? Man, uh, my favorite part of like, well, I was thinking my favorite part about like my job, what I actually do. But my favorite part about it is really just telling people about it and like, you know, almost kind of educating them about it. And then also hearing how much people support us and what we do, right? Not like, cause, you know, you need the accolades or a pat on the back or anything, but that people realize that it's more than just T-shirts and stuff. And it kind of blows my mind. Like every year I go home in August for a fancy football draft. Like I travel from Georgia to Texas for a fancy football draft. And my buddies that I've been friends with, some of them, one of them since kindergarten, they think me working for Nine Line is the coolest thing on the planet. And I was like, I've worked for a t-shirt company, guys. <laughs> like one of the guys like is in like acquisitions with ExxonMobil, like acquiring new refineries and stuff. And one guy's a high school principal. Another guy runs a program rehabilitating adults that become blind later in life, like for the state of Texas, like all this stuff. And I'm like, I work for a t-shirt company. <laughs> and they're like, no, it's so much more than that. So I think that that's, that's kind of part of it is like being reminded that we are, we're doing something really good. And yeah. People recognizing it. Yeah. It's funny. You touched on like the support and stuff that you get. And I, um, uh, my uncle and I are pretty close. He's the, my closest relative that lives up here, but we're also very close personally. And I remember I was sitting at his place last weekend. We we're having a couple of beers, just catching up on life i was like yeah man we're, we're partnering with nine line you know zach's gonna and those guys are gonna come up they're gonna hang out with us for a couple of days and he was so starstruck he he couldn't believe it. he was like oh my god he's gonna be up here he's like you gotta send him you know take a picture with him and send it to me and it was just it was so wholehearted and it really drove home how much how much support there is for what nine line and what the foundation does and everything that that you guys stand for so yeah, that part of it's really kind of weird because Matt and I will go places and people will recognize us places. Like, and, and it's really strange because we're not like these massive like personalities on social media or whatever. And so people are literally just seeing our faces and our videos on nine line platforms, yeah. right? And uh, you'll be out random places and people will like, hey, you're the guy in those videos. I'm like, I'm at the grocery store, brother. I'm just trying to get some chicken. Like, rice yeah, yeah. Rice for dinner. Well, there's one time this guy came up and... Uh, you know, he was like, 
You're that guy in the nine line video that said, yeah. And he runs back over to his wife. He's like, I told you it was him. I told you. <laughs> I'm like, this is all of a sudden really creepy. Um, but it, it, it's really weird. You'll be at the oddest of places yeah. and, and people recognize you. It's like, holy crap. Yeah. It's right? just, it's, it's such a awe inspiring moment almost, you know, cause you're like, holy shit, people are listening and they're, they're, they, the message that we're sending is being yes. received. And that's the coolest part for me, you know? Yeah. yeah. It was really kind of weird because we used to do a lot of work with uh, with Graham Allen and Matt and I would travel with him all the time. And at that point, he I mean, he had over a million followers on Facebook. So it wasn't weird for people to come. Anytime we eat lunch somewhere or we're walking through somewhere, people are coming up and they're talking to him and want to take his picture and everything. Um, and he had like over a million uh, people. And like Matt and I have like a handful of thousands, right? And, and people come up and, and want to like talk to talk to Matt, talk to me. It's 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 weird, man. Yeah, it's like, so it's so wholesome. It's so cool. It's kind of cool, uh, but kind of like I don't know what to do with my hands, <laughs> kind of deal, right? Because yeah, if you're anything like me, you're like, man, I'm just a small town country boy. I grew up in a town of 450 people, so I, I'm from. You and Matt might be in a contest to see Matt's town is. I say I'm from a small town. The sign says twelve thousand people, but none of us can figure out where they're hiding them, <laughs> right? Like uh, Matt's from a much smaller town than I am. It might be a contest between yeah. you two guys. Four hundred and fifty-two people when I left the small town of Waldo, Wisconsin. I'm w- I'm waiting for the Where's Waldo joke because it always happens. <laughs> but yeah, so it's again, it's the same thing. Um, you know, as always, anytime you get anybody pulls you aside and is like hey man you're that guy it's like it's so weird to me to think that like that that happens yeah. you know because it's like we're just sitting across the table chatting it's like we're just, we're just people exactly like i'm just rambling into this microphone about stuff like and people are interested in that kind of stuff cool well let's change uh let's change gears just a little bit here um this is one of my favorite bits to do i do this on the end of every uh, every episode it's an ask us anything question. So basically I go on our YouTube community sometime between eight and 36 hours before we filmed this morning. It was about uh, six and a half hours before we filmed because I realized this morning that I didn't ask yet, but I go on there, I post a picture and I say, Hey, we're filming another episode. If you could ask our guest one question, what would it be? And I usually never give away their identity, but it's hard to tell them to ask you a question without actually telling them who you are so i put a big old picture of your smiling face on there and it says if you could ask zach from nine on any one question what would it be and why and this is a good one actually um it's a little different than what i thought we would have gotten but uh the account is noob skybot all one word oh good it's not an (laughs) ex-wife but he or she wants to know if you're a ram chevy or ford guy i'm a ram guy i actually drive a uh ram 1500 uh on Archon Wheels. Let's go. <laughs> um, when I know they're coming out, I, I texted Sean and told him I needed to be the first guy in Georgia with them on his truck. What year, uh, what year Ram? It's a 2014 okay. uh, crew cab, black, on uh, Alexander's six-inch lift. Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. It's always filthy because it's hard to keep playing. <laughs> <laughs> That's like black trucks. Black trucks in general, down south up here, don't matter. They're always dirty. But I, I'm, I'm a Mopar guy. It's something about the, the motor. It's the little things in the trucks, like uh, on the trucks, like uh, the Rams have the, the dual outlet exhaust, not dual exhaust, but dual outlet exhaust cut into the bumper and stuff. There's just little details like that that I like. And they've been killing it, especially, I was never a Mopar guy or a Dodge guy. My granddad had a W250, which was uh, awesome. But after that, I kind of lost touch with them. But 
the fifth gen Rams look so freaking good. They've grown on me. When they first came out, it looked so weird. Yeah. So weird. Because Dodge has stuck. Uh, yeah, that's all good. <laughs> uh, Dodge has stuck. Like, their, their gens, the third gen, fourth gen, they keep them going for so long, right? You get so trained in your eye and your mind that that's what this is supposed to look like. So they roll out this, this 2019 very fifth round. gen, very rounded. They move the Hemi badges up onto like the, the hood yeah. to where it couldn't take off, take it off. No more, um, no more massive cross in the front grill. Yeah. 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 A lot of changes. They've changed the, the shape of the tailgate and everything. Uh, you can get that weird split tailgate option. Yeah. Where it opens <laughs> up like, you know, French doors. Yeah. Um, but they, they have grown on me. Um, I'm assuming people are making lifts for them now for the longest time. It was, there's like a, a leveling kit and a three inch lift. And that was it. Uh, yep. Yeah. So I'm assuming now and, uh, and now they've got the, uh, the 2,500 and 3,500 now like true fifth gens. Yes, right. And they look fantastic. Yeah. That is, I think that will be my next truck will be a, a fifth gen, probably 25. Yeah. They look so good. And you can stuff 35s in there from the factory. They're just, the wheel wells are massive. Yeah, yeah. So when I started it, I bought it stock. And the first thing I did, I put a leveling kit on it. And I still had 35 1250s on it. And I wasn't rubbing, right? Um, I had, my offset wasn't crazy on those. Um, But even now, I got the six inch lift. I've got the 20 by 12, so negative 51 offset on those Archons. And I don't don't rub. And there's no trimming. Which is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And then instead of 35, 1250s. Yeah. yeah. Insane. All right. Well, let's wrap it up. There you have it, guys. There's another episode of Lifted Logic. Thank you again, Zach, so much for joining me. Oh, thanks, thanks for having me. It's uh, It's been a pleasure. We should do this again sometime. Absolutely. It's a short drive. So I don't know about all that. <laughs> As always, if you're looking for wheels, tire suspension, custom offsets.com, check out our giveaway on the giveaway page and make sure and slide on over. Check out Nine Line. Not only are they doing that giveaway with us, but They've just got some really cool products. And if you need it, they probably sell it. I was checking out a, a pack the other day that came with like a, a whiskey decanter and a couple of bin shot glasses and stuff. And it was super cool. So you guys carry a little bit of everything over there. Yeah, we try. <laughs> um, yeah, with that, make sure to like, share, subscribe if you're watching this on YouTube. And leave us a good review if you're listening to this on your podcast platform of choice. And with that, we are out.